Welcome to this happy place. Welcome. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of The Best of Magic. Today we'll be talking about Disney's Wild Africa Trek. The Wild Africa Trek is an experience going behind the scenes of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Our first thing we're going to talk about is the price. A Wild Africa Trek is really expensive. It's $200 per person, but it's worth every penny. So, you go behind the scenes, you get to watch them feed the hippos, you can go over the safari on a rope string bridge, going close up on all the animals, and you get a pri- private safari that stops at each animal section, and then you get a meal. So it's worth it. It is expensive, though. Very. Just keep that in mind. So the first thing they do is bring you into an entrance to Kilimanjaro safaris. You find us. Seat- it's actually right next to Kilimanjaro safaris. It's not the entrance to Kilimanjaro safaris. Uh-huh. So it's the Kilimanjaro Safari's entrance, not the Lightning Lane entrance, the regular entrance. The next to it is the Wild Africa Trek entrance. Uh-huh. So the first thing they do is they take your hat and your sunglasses, and then they put, like, strings on it so it won't fall off. Um, and then they put a harness on you. So. And it, a vest. And, like, the harness and the vest. And they give you a water bottle that you get to keep. And a name tag. Mm-hmm. And then they make you take everything else and put it into the locker because they don't want anything falling out and getting into the animal phone. Well, they give you your phone. They give you your phone and they, put, they attach a string to that so it doesn't fall off either. Yeah. And they give you, like, earpiece so you can hear them talking to you. And it makes it feel like a real adventure. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And they also have, like, a rope with a carabiner attached to it. And that's what that's what they use to make sure you don't fall off of the rope bridge when they're when you walk across the rope bridge. Yeah. Just to be safe. Mm-hmm. So, the first thing you do is you go um through the lightning lane. You just go right. They brought you through the lightning lane. Well, yeah, so you go into the... And then you, like, go <clears> to <throat> the beginning of the lightning lane entrance, and you go out of that line. You don't go through the lightning lane line. Then you go into the Gorilla Falls, and they walk you through, talking a little bit about Animal King... The history. Uh, and then you go through Cutoff Trail. Yeah, Cutoff Trail. That's off limits. It's, it's a real it's a real trail, not a fake Disney trail. It's like a real woods trail. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if you've ever been on Kilimanjaro Safaris, you will see the hippos in, the, in their waters in their whole area. It's a big area, but then there's a wall behind there. So we the trail led us to that wall, and then we, they took our carabiner and rope, and they attached it to the slidey thing. At the edge of the cliff, so we could mm-hmm. walk up to the edge of the cliff and be safe. Yeah, and then they told us about the hippos. So there are two hippos, Hans and Henry, father and son. They're the only two male hippos in the world that live together, which is pretty cool. There used to be three. Nacho, but one day they got into a fight, and, well, they couldn't be in the same pen anymore. Mm-hmm. And Nacho couldn't have kids anymore. His breeding program was over, so no zoo would take him. So what they did was they had to neuter him, and they put them with the female hippos. But no one in the continent had ever done that. Uh-huh. But this one place in Europe did. So they brought him, they brought them over, the, the, the team who did it, and taught them how to do it. So now Nacho lives with the female hippos. Mm-hmm. And we got to see them feed Nacho and Henry. I mean, not, not Nacho and Henry, Hans and Henry. They can eat a whole watermelon. Yeah, like, easily, like, one bite. Um, the they, like, look like they're wiggling. 
But that's because just because floppy jaw. The jaws are so floppy. The skin is so floppy. It looks like the teeth are moving when they're eating. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And they told us about the hippos. And then, then we left. And he walked over to this uh, rope string bridge that goes over the the crocodile era era area area. Sorry. And where the hippo, where the female hippos are. Uh-huh. So they attach your rope to this like the zip line thing above it, but it's not a zip line. It won't work like a zip line. And you get to sadly, <laughs> sadly, <laughs> and you get to walk across, looking down at the hippos in the water and the crocodile, which is really cool. Uh huh. And uh, they they purposely have like a few missing wooden. Like, Wait, wooden like, planks across the bridge, but there's yeah. a net underneath, so we'll catch you if you miss it. I missed it once. I missed my footing once, and I fell through one of the holes. And I was terrified for half a second before I, I It's I Animal Kingdom's net. Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, that's what the that's what the cast member came, That's what the cast member, the guides, who told us. Uh huh. They told us a funny story. It was Bob Iger and Joe Rody kept trying to bounce each other on the bridge, but that and they had to tell them no. But that means that Joe Rody and Bob Iger couldn't even get it. For those of you don't who don't know, Bob Iger's the CEO, of, CEO of Disney, and uh, Joe Rody is the person who, who designed, designed Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom, Guardians of the Galaxy, Break, Mission Breakout, Mission Breakout, which is in California. And he also designed Pandora, and he designed Disney's Alawani Resort in Hawaii. So he's he's a pretty famous uh, Imagineer. Yeah. But it's pretty cool how they don't even get that access. Yeah, and how uh, it was funny how the cast members had to tell their bosses not to jump on it. They said it was funny. Uh-huh. So, um... So, After we did the rope bridge, they, uh, they did the same thing with the hippos. But they attached us to the a sliding thing on the edge, and we got up, go up to the edge of the cliff, and watch the crocodiles. And they told us about the crocodiles, uh huh, and how they only need to eat once a week. Yep, that's when they feed them, and that's much more than in the wild. In the wild, they can go months without a meal, which is crazy. Cool. Like, I cannot imagine going a month without a meal. You couldn't imagine going two hours without a meal. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, they brought us to this special safari vehicle. Not like the ones at the Kilimanjaro Safari. It's more like like a truck, oh, would you say? It was like a pickup truck with a big trailer. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, like kind of like a box at the, at the end attached. And unlike the safaris, they stopped at, like, each animal, and there was a lot of animals. Like, each each area was a lot of animals, sorry. <laughs> and you could, and they talked about them, to get to learn more about them. So, the mm. first place we stopped at was the giraffe area. Oh, we forgot to talk about the people from the Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of people there who they were in the... Disney Plus show, Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is a really good show. We should definitely... Recommend. Definitely uh, watch. It's really yeah, interesting. But the thing is, they don't get any notice or the cast members that yeah. are there that day. Are just the or ones that are filmed. on the show. And they get crew t-shirts. Yeah, they... Um, and... They said it was fun. We got... 
Which one did we meet again? What was her name? We met Corey. Corey. And then from the Rhino episode. And some of our, some of our guides were like got to watch them film it, which was fun. What happened? They get they. My earpiece cut. Oh, your piece cut. You hear Dang. now? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, and the, our guides got to watch them film it, and they said it was fun. Yeah. But the sorry, back to the truck. The truck took us to the giraffes, which was fun, and they said that researchers are scientists are learning that there they think that actually might be up to four different species of giraffes, so not just one species of giraffes, four. Uh huh. And we got to see two like teenage male giraffes like uh, swinging their necks at each other. It's called necking. Yeah, it's like a playful thing. In the wild, the adult males do it for like dominance and stuff, but. They were just practicing. Mm-hmm. We also learned that um, giraffes, like, if they say, hey, you look like me, we're friends now. Yeah, there's no social structure with giraffes. That's why they can have so many together. Yeah. It's and then, cool. what did we go? We saw the rhinos. Mm-hmm. We saw elephants. We saw the elephants, which one of the elephants, you know the pool in the elephant zone? That's actually deep enough for them to swim in, and we saw them jump into the water, which... That was that was fun see. to see. You never see that. And then we went to the cheetah area, and they talked about the cheetah and how mm-hmm. how they're losing their territory. Wait, no. First, we got a meal. No. Yeah. No, the because che- they talked about the cheetahs with the invasive species, which was after. Okay, so I guess they take us out. If you're a male on safaris. If you look out, like when you're in the middle of the safari, if you look out to the right, there's like this house, like this building. That's where we went, and they gave us these this great meal there with some uh, pong juice, that's how you say it? Pong juice, but they call pong it jungle juice. juice. They call it jungle juice there, and it's really good juice, mm-hmm. and they had great meals. They gave meals. us a special lunchbox, yeah. but you didn't get to keep called it. Called Tiffin's. That's, in the U.S., it's the only, like place and the one they use thermoses and stuff most of the places use tiffins which is also the name of a restaurant at animal kingdom oh yeah but it had like a mini chicken wrap which was good it had a a watermelon salad a pickled a pickled olive salad pickled olive salad it um what else had shrimp it had a great it had a great hummus the hummus was great and some pita bread there were more things, but we're forgetting right now. Yeah, it was it was a great meal, really great meal. Uh huh. And, and then and then they took us to the cheetahs. And they talked about invasive species and how there was like this uh, invasive shrub that is it's a spiky bush, which blocks the cheetah's path from straightaways to get its prey, which is causing it to not get as much food. Mhm. It's it's because farmers did it to keep out, like... To keep them out from their goats and livestock. Yeah. But then those plants got out of control, and now they're everywhere. Uh-huh. Which is not good. Yeah, so... And then... Where did we go after that? After that... It took us to that goat area where all the goats are. Uh-huh. And then... And then that was the end of our tour. Uh-huh. But it was it was a really, really, really fun experience, and yeah. I definitely recommend, even though it is very pricey. Real quick before we go, 
We forgot to say the requirements to go on the, Af the Wild Africa track. You have to be older than 8 years old, uh, between, I think, 45 and 300 pounds, and over 48 inches to go on the Wild Africa track. And we'd also like to uh, shout out our two uh, guide, our two guides for the Wild Africa track, Ashley and Meg. They were both amazing guides, and shout out to them. Really great job. They did a really great job. Well... Thank you for listening. And have a magical day.